WinBet is now live in Arizona, Colorado, Indiana, Michigan, New Jersey, Tennessee, and Virginia. And the excitement of Win Las Vegas has finally landed in online sports betting and casino play. From boosted parlays to live in-game offs on every major sport, WinBet gives you the tools to win. Sign up today for your risk-free $1,000 sports bet. Download the WinBet app now or visit wynnbet.com to start winning. What's going on, Colts Nation? Welcome back to another episode of the Bring the Juice Colts podcast. Going to be bringing you a video today for the Colts versus the Bills preview video. And I couldn't think of anyone better to bring on than Mr. Dan Mitchell. How are you today, my friend? Hey, man, I am doing well. It's been a little bit since you and I connected, but I was happy that you reached out. And for anybody watching, I was the dude that put out that video that said that I was going to murder you guys. Yes. Um, I was just about to go there. I knew it. So I'm just self-sabotaging to save some face, you know? Um, but but no, I mean, I was wrong that that game gave me, you know, several heart palpitations. And <laughs> um, I'm actually pretty nervous about this Sunday, believe it or not. I felt, I felt that we would have won that game had – Kamoko Ture not jumped on that fourth and five to give you guys a first down at the end of that first half and you all get a touchdown to take the lead going into it. I felt like we would have that that game could have had a different outcome at that point, but yeah, whatever. Yeah. So I was going to mention that for anyone that was watching this yeah. podcast from from back in January. Yeah. He did put out a video saying that the bills were going to murder us. Well, they ended up winning. wasn't quite a murder scene, but it was definitely a, a win. So you at least got that in your favor. Uh, I mean, you know, so far, I mean, the Bills have continued to be, you know, the same thing that we saw from the last time they were playing this season. Still looking like one of the best teams in the NFL. Uh, how have you felt about the Bills so far throughout this early part of the season? Well, you know, I think that it's been a mixed bag. And as I'm sure that you agree with me as well, that this year has been really weird with the AFC, man. I mean, mm -hmm. as far as shocking wins are concerned, I mean, I'm used to like maybe two or three a year. I feel like there, there's been like seven or eight within like a 10-day period. I mean, especially when you look back into, of course, the Jags game. I, I really don't want to get into that too much. I'm like, I'm, so I'm just looking forward at this point. But so far, I like what I see when we go out there and we play the way that I know that we're supposed to. Still see that high that high firing offense, especially in the passing game. Um, not quite as consistent as I would like it to be. Super happy about the defense. Super happy about the defense. It's funny that the missing piece that we needed was uh, Star, or so the so the defensive tackle that sat out last year in 2020. Since he has come back, we have been able to get a lot more pressure on the quarterback. And now you're looking at the number one defense in the entire league on several categories. So very happy from that area. Um, the play calling, not so much. I have been pounding the table that we just need to essentially abandon the run because we can't, because we can't run. Right. I mean, we have no credible weapons right behind Josh Allen or off to his side. Our offensive line has admitted that, when run plays are called, they're so used to pass blocking that they get a little rusty. So 
started getting upset with Dable and the and the offensive play calling for just continuously trying to beat a dead horse when it clearly wasn't going anywhere and just going back to our identity, which is an aerial attack. Colts football is finally back, and there's no need to exhaust yourself searching all over the internet to find Colts tickets anymore because TickPick, that's T-I-C-K-P-I-C-K, is the original no-fee ticket site and the only one you'll ever need as your go-to for all NFL tickets. TickPick got rid of all those awful service fees that other ticket services charge, and this allows them to guarantee the best prices on all of their NFL tickets. Don't believe it? If you can find better prices the same seats on another ticket site, TickPick will give you 110% of the difference in the purchase price. I know I'm still excited around all the different games that the Indianapolis Colts are going to have this season. I'm excited for some more home games. I'm going to hope to hopefully get to be able to go to a couple home games this year and on the road. And whatever you're doing, TickPick's got you covered there. And if you're looking forward to attending this season as well, whatever game it is, I just recommend TickPick. I think they do a really good job of being able to provide tickets because we all know the hassle of trying to find tickets. So if you are interested, visit TickPick.com slash juice today to save $10 on your first order of Indianapolis Colts tickets. Gotcha. So that kind of leads with a good insight that the Colts should just not look for stopping the run game at all. They're just going to have to try to find ways to attack your passing game. I, I see how that is, but yeah, uh, let's look at your injury report. I didn't see it from earlier on, but I know you and I were talking about it, how uh, Spencer Brown, one of your tackles, is on yep. the COVID list, most likely will be out for this game and potentially out for, I think you guys play Thursday, don't you as well? Um, no, the following game we have is Mon is uh, Monday night against the Pats. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I, I was wondering. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah. oh, no, never mind. We have a Thanksgiving game on Thursday. Yeah. I was going to say, like, I thought I saw something from Schefter about that. So that yeah, was yeah. Uh, out of there uh, on question, but uh, hopefully yeah. Spencer Brown's the only one on that list that will stay that way. Uh, but how about the rest of the team? Uh, who's, uh, concerned about possibly playing anyone big on uh, the injury report that might not potentially play on Sunday. So Edmonds, who is our middle linebacker, we need him. He is currently listed as day to day. That is the one that's going to be significant on my end. There was Cole Beasley also didn't practice today as well, but I think that he'll probably be okay. That's going to be an actually really good matchup that I'm going to be looking at, especially once we end up looking over um um, sort of your slot corner and Kenny Moore, that's going to be an absolute matchup that I'm going to be paying super close attention to. Um, but Edmonds is going to be big, man. I mean, especially once you are looking at a running back like Jonathan Taylor, who, in my opinion, the most impressive stat from him is, is that he's still gaining about four yards after contact. And while I love AJ Klein, I love Matt Milano, who's probably one of the best coverage linebackers in the league. Um, we need Edmonds out there to run downhill and be able to match up with Jonathan Taylor in speed and strength so we so we could bring him down. Those are my yeah. biggest concerns, I'd say. Gotcha. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I feel that. Uh, Jonathan Taylor, no question what he's been doing, now tied with Derrick Henry for the most rushing yards on the season. That's um, and, with, and with the fact that uh, Henry will probably miss at least the next five weeks, uh, you know, it would seem most likely that unless Jonathan Taylor gets injured, 
seems like Jonathan Taylor may end up running away with the rushing title this year if he keeps doing what he's doing. But uh, so I kind of wanted to divert this one off to you because I kind of ask everybody else uh, their opinion on it because, you know, we talk a lot about Carson Wentz on this channel and it's been pretty hard not to. You know, Carson Wentz this season really has done a lot of great things, at least in my eyes. And before last game, I mean, they were talking about, you know, Carson Wentz had some stats that were actually better than Josh Allen in a couple different ways. You know, everybody's talking about Josh Allen, you know, potentially being an MVP candidate, right? And, you know, here's, here's Carson Wentz putting up practically the same stats but, yeah. you know, just isn't quite getting the same recognition. We kind of understand why. Uh, most of the national media people just really kind of toss Wentz off to the side because they really just don't pay much attention to the games. Uh, they pay more attention to your bills rather than they do the Colts. Yeah. But I'm curious as to your thoughts on Carson Wentz for the Colts this season and what you see in him and if you think that there's any kind of concern with how well he's been playing this year. I mean, honestly, while I was doing research for my preview video, as a matter of fact, I was looking at his stats and the one thing that really stood out to me as far as like when you're talking about stat splits, I mean, things, you know, such as like, how does he perform uh, while holding on the ball for longer than two and a half seconds or under the man's really not affected by any split of what I have seen. I mean, his completion percentage has been tremendous. Um, He's sort of making sure that the ball is protected at the end of the day. And what's even most impressive is um, really when he does attempt balls downfield of plus 20, he's completing over 40% of those, which is very, very good at the end of the day. I mean, as far as, you know, his overall stats when he's being pressured or when he's kept clean, obviously there's going to be a little dip in there. There's no quarterback in the face of the planet that has better stats when he's pressured than when it comes down to the clean. But I mean, overall, I mean, I think that Carson Wentz is playing the way that he should have been playing in Philly. I think it does help that you have a amazing offensive line. In fact, I wouldn't be surprised or like, I mean, I probably wouldn't be able to name more than five quarterbacks that wouldn't at least put up an average year behind that offensive line. But overall, I think that Carson Wentz is really doing the job. I think that it helps that he has, you know, two amazing running backs we're accounting for about 25% of all pass attempts, which is insane. Uh, but, but I mean, I think that the system that he was put in, um, this is the best possible case scenario for Carson Wentz. And he's been showing it. He's been good. He's not somebody I'm sleeping on for sure. Gotcha. Yeah. I mean, you talked about that offensive line, obviously the offensive line did not have a great day against Jacksonville. I mean, obviously yours didn't either, but then again, I mean, it was, it was kind of the same thing for the Colts. I mean, outside of the first, I want to say first two drives, because I was at that game Sunday and outside of the first two drives, it it just looked really odd from a, uh, their offensive line perspective, because it just felt like they got no push on that Jacksonville defensive line at all. They weren't able to protect Wentz very well in that game. And I mean, that's pretty much been a, thing all year is that you know Carson Wentz has been getting hit quite a bit and it's usually not been Carson Wentz's fault the majority of the time he was uh Eric Fisher who we brought in in the offseason didn't come in until week two and even then he was coming off early from an Achilles injury so he wasn't 100% and he just now is getting to be about 100% now 
and we were missing our right tackle for about half the year, and we were missing our right guard for a while, and Quentin Nelson was having a few issues. So, like, you know, the offensive line is finally starting to get healthy again, but it's still not exactly where we kind of want it to be. I mean, I know this Bills front can definitely get after the quarterback. I mean, do you think that your defensive line is not going to have any issue getting to Carson Wentz? Because it's been an issue for the Colts all season. Even with this offensive line at full health right now, it's still becoming an issue. Yeah, well, I mean, really going back into what I was talking about earlier when Star ended up coming along those lines, when you have a true one-tech defensive tackle like that, you're going to draw double teams. And as far as our defensive end unit, I've I've been super impressed with Gregory Russo. Very fast, very agile. He's able to get across that offensive line very easily. Um, I have confidence that it's it's definitely going to be a dogfight. I mean, I'm not going to say that we're going to go out there and put up, you know, like record-breaking numbers when it comes down into pressure rate and overall sacks. But I highly anticipate a lot of organic pressure because Carson Wentz carves up the blitz. He carves up the blitz. So, I mean, I really wouldn't be looking at any type of blitz packages, you know, sending a DB or sending a linebacker up front. Uh, But overall, I think it's going to be um, a battle within the trenches. I see us winning every now and again, but I mean – when I just look at your personnel, man, I have a feeling that um, this game is not going to be determined by the Bills, you know, making sure that Carson Wentz is on his ass, you know, 15 plus times. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Are you finally ready to win money and boost your odds? WinBet is now live in Arizona, Colorado, Indiana, Michigan, New Jersey, Tennessee, and Virginia. The excitement of Win Las Vegas has finally landed in online sports betting and casino play. Get exclusive rewards right at your fingertips. Get in on the action with your favorite teams and players from the NFL, MLB, NHL, Gold, MMA, WNBA, college football, and more. Right now at WinBet, you can find great promos, odds, and payouts. From boosted parlays to live in-game offs on every major sport, WinBet gives you the tools to win. Sign up today for your risk-free $1,000 sports bet. Download the WinBet app now. Or visit wynnbet.com to start winning. Offer subject to change. Tough terms and conditions at winbet.com. Must be 21 or older and present in a state where play through winbet is available. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem, call 1 800 522 4700. All right. Well, let's go to your offense here because, I mean, I'm kind of curious as to uh, how you feel about that passing offense. You mentioned it was yeah. a little bit inconsistent at times uh do you maybe know why that is i mean is it just because of play calling or is it just because of the some of the defenses you're going up against or is it just lack of execution Mm -hmm. so i think at the beginning of the year it was lack of execution because what a lot of bills fans noticed was that what made us successful last year by regularly going to like gabe davis and stefan diggs and cole beasley we completely switched that up for the first half of the season. I would say Brian Dable was really trying to gain chemistry with Josh Allen and some of our new pickups like Emmanuel Sanders. He was the most targeted receiver we had for the first five to six weeks. And then Dawson Knox was also going on ahead. And then he was slowly starting to be introduced into our passing game a bit more because he's had a lot of difficulty with drops. Not this year. He's shown significant improvement. Um, But I think that the play calling came down to us trying to establish chemistry with new additions to our offense. And then also with us just 
continuously trying to run the ball, which we cannot. And like just really trying to run the ball, you know, like two, three times in a row, fourth down, punt away. I mean, that's that's not the Bills when it comes down to it. Last week against the Jets, I ended up seeing, you know, more of an offensive 2020 where Josh Allen absolutely hung on to Stephon Diggs. Number one receiver on this team, wide receiver number one, easy, a top five receiver in the entire league. And then going to those guys, including Beasley, and then also taking advantage of that new established chemistry. So I think that we were just putting all the pieces together. And as long as we can continue that chemistry and as long as we can just say, never run the ball again, unless your name's Josh Allen, <laughs> then I have a feeling we will be okay. Um, that matchup is going to be interesting. Um, I definitely see Josh Allen picking on your outside cornerbacks and definitely your safeties as well. That yeah. There, he, he's definitely going to be picking on them. Yeah. Uh, I mean, if we, we recognize anything from the time that we did face each other in January of this year, uh, the Colts really did hold the bills down on the run defensive side of things outside of Josh Allen a few times. I mean, Josh Allen had a couple of good runs outside of that. Josh Allen was your leading rusher and Zach Moss really did absolutely nothing in that game. But ultimately in the end, you know, Josh Allen was able to make some plays that just kept drives going. Uh, But yeah, I mean, even with the inability to run the football, as you say, even with the consistency issues, I mean, Three games this year, only three times, I think it is that you haven't that you have failed to score less than thirty points in a game. I yeah. mean, it's yeah. it's amazing to see. Like, I know some of these teams that the Colts have faced, and a couple of these teams, granted, are pretty bad. But then again, like just the way you guys are winning these games, you're not just winning. I mean, you're dominating in so many facets and just winning by double digits so vastly i mean it, it's kind of scary from a colts perspective just how easily you guys can score at will mm-hmm. yeah yeah i mean honestly that's something that i think really goes down into overall continuity man i mean the majority of these guys have been under dable for you know three years i mean minus a couple of new additions that came in and just the way that we drafted so i mean i really think that continuity is important and overall execution i mean like you were saying at the beginning of this episode, you're like, okay, so since you're not going to run the ball, maybe we should just drop back as many people into coverage as possible so we can plug up those passing lanes. Um, That's why this offense is so hard to stop because you could do that, but then what Josh Allen is going to do is he's going to bust off a 15-yard run, like right up the middle and slide. So I think that we are just in a great position personnel-wise, chemistry-wise, where that's full transparency, exactly what I'm expecting every single time that I turn on a Bills game this year. Um, And then that's when I know that we're playing at our high potential because, I mean, we just have so many weapons at Josh Allen's disposal. I would be pissed off if we weren't putting up 30-plus points just about every single game. Let's put it that way. Yeah, and, you know, I don't expect that to really change much because, you know, the secondary of the Colts right now is just absolutely – demolished right now i mean xavier rhodes who had a fantastic yeah, year yeah what's he, the story on him is he uh he, is he i don't life? believe is playing uh he's been hurt now for practically all season uh he's tried to play through a couple of those injuries and it's done nothing except make him worse and he even when he was healthy for a half of a game this year he wasn't very good in it either 
So, you know, Isaiah Rogers has been in control of that. And I mean, ironically enough, Isaiah Rogers was the one who picked you guys off in that game that gave the Colts the chance to try and come back uh, in that game last year, but ultimately it didn't work. Yeah. But Isaiah Rogers, uh, the speed demon corner that we have, I mean, he has been pretty good this year in replacement of that. Uh, Rocky Asin, uh has been much better this year in coverage than what he was. Wasn't getting, isn't getting as burned as much and ha- isn't committing as many penalties. So he's a lot more disciplined this year. The only thing that's going to be rough for us is the fact that both of our starting safeties are out in this game. Julian Blackman obviously yeah. tore his ACL yeah. or, or I think it was, I can't remember if it was an Achilles or ACL. I'm sure my chat will remind me, but yeah, he's out for the year and Kari Willis was placed on IR, I think two weeks ago. So he's not playing. Yeah, so I we saw have both of those guys out. So two backup safeties out yeah, there. Yeah, two backup safeties. You got a backup corner. You know, the only guy that's uh, got any kind of regular experience out there is Kenny Moore. And Kenny Moore, who's not been great in coverage this year, has actually been the best tackling corner in the NFL by a wide margin. So. If I were the Bills, I would just be doing my best to just get away from him at all costs. Yeah, 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 most definitely. He typically works out of the slot, right? Mm Mm-hmm. Yep, he's more of the slot guy. Likes to uh, start in the slot and work his way outside. Almost had a pick against Jacksonville doing that exact same thing, but just let it go right through his hands. But either way, um, yeah, if you're not targeting Kenny Moore, I mean, you shouldn't have an issue with some of the guys that you have uh, outside of Stefan Diggs, who do you think on your offense has the chance to really help blow this game open? Um, I have a feeling that Dawson Knox is definitely going to be in there. Like you said, um, I definitely have a feeling that your slot's going to be on Beasley. And then that's going to be a good matchup. I could see Beasley winning a couple of times, but like you said, I think Josh Allen needs to stay away from him like the plague, right? I mean, especially once you look at that defense, it has so many holes on, especially your secondary there are several other options than to go against, you know, one of your best DBs, right? So, um, Stefan Diggs, I can definitely see him going up. I mean, recently I've seen a lot of teams, especially at the beginning of the year, were double teaming Stefan Diggs, but then they realize they're like, oh my God, we need to worry about Emmanuel Sanders. We need to worry about, um, so Beasley, we need to worry about Gabe Davis, who, um, is finally starting to have more of a role in this offense rate right, compared to 2020. But I mean, dude, I would probably have to worry about Dawson Knox, and I would also worry about Emmanuel Sanders as well, because we have a speedster on one side, and then we and then we also have one of the best route runners in the entire league in Diggs by there. So I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if Josh Allen beats his personal record uh, for pass attempts in this game. <laughs> that wouldn't surprise me either. Yeah. All yeah. right. So uh, let's go to special teams real quick, and then we'll get into score predictions. How has your special teams unit as a whole looked this season, from kicking field goals yeah. to kick returns, uh, yeah. ex- extra points, stuff like that? Absolutely. Absolutely. So really when it comes down to it, I was really nervous once we ended up losing Andre Roberts. And then Isaiah McKenzie was going to come and actually be the kick returner minus one mistake that he made during week two, week three. And um, 
So far, he's been great, though. I mean, he has had a lot of very impressive runs, even more so impressive runs that I remember from Andre Roberts in recent history. He's really, um, really making sure that uh, he is trying to fill those shoes as much as he can. Our kicker in Tyler Bass has been money, has been money. It's because last year during his inaugural year, um, he missed a couple of field goals and I started calling him Tyler Ass. Okay. Because I mean, I was, <laughs> I was ready to get him off the team. Uh, but wow. The way that he has developed, he hit a damn 58, 59 the other week. He's got a damn leg when it comes down to it. And then um, as far as the defense special teams, I mean, minus maybe like one or two splash plays, we've been pretty consistent and haven't really been getting up a lot of like really big plays. So um, there's definitely some holes, but overall I've been happy with the team. Gotcha. All right. Well, Dan, again, I appreciate you coming on here, man. But let me yeah. uh, let me just ask you real quick for your score prediction for this game. Hopefully it's not more of that 35 to 10 stuff that you were talking about last year. <laughs> yeah, no, 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 it is not. It is not. I'm going uh, 35, 31 bills. I think it's going to be close. Okay. All right. I, I, I see the high scoring game. Wow. I, I don't know if I would give the Colts – uh, offense that much credit. I know that this Bills defense is a different animal from a couple different defenses that we faced so far. Um, I mean, we did put up we did put up thirty on the Ravens, but then again, I think the Bills definitely have a much better defense than that. Probably would go thirty-one to twenty bills uh i'm gonna be honest i don't i don't want to be one of the homers on this i mean i definitely think the colts have a shot of winning it but you know with with the fact that our secondary is so is so stretched thin right now and with how pass heavy this bills offense is i just don't know if i can quite give the colts enough of an advantage right now yeah yeah i mean i think a lot of it really has to do with the fact if Edmonds is going to be playing because if not i have a feeling um that you guys are going to be very successful especially when calling either his um and so either taylor's name or heinz's name i could definitely see them having some successful days uh right over there yeah. so um yeah yeah most definitely i definitely think the bills are due to uh let up you know and so about 30 points yeah, it really all depends on how much Frank Reich wants to even get Hines involved in the offensive system. There's been a lot of times where they've just abandoned him out of the system altogether, and I don't, I don't quite understand it. Still baffling me, but who knows? Maybe they'll use him in a bunch of different ways on Sunday. Got to get creative somehow against this defense. But hey, Dan, I appreciate it again, man, for you joining me. I know it was short notice when I asked you. Appreciate you coming on and talking some football with me, man. Yeah. Yeah, man. Most definitely. I appreciate you having me. Thanks, man. And listen, Chad, thank you so much again. Make sure you all go check out Dan Mitchell on YouTube. And thank you guys again so much for the support. Let us know what your thoughts are on this game coming up Sunday. Thank you so much. And as always, go Colts. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.